Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for listening to Toronto Today for Monday, August the 6th. Liberal MP Anthony Housefather was quite vociferous, quite aggressive in questioning Hockey Canada executives two weeks ago. So he comes on the show after a brief vacation, relates some of that and where he thinks this goes next. When can they get federal funding back, if at all? Important questions for Anthony Housefather on this front, the Liberal MP coming up on uh, Toronto Today. The World Juniors get going uh, tomorrow. Canada plays its first game on Wednesday. It's still very strange. It's strange that this is happening. I said this three weeks ago. I don't think they can go into that tournament with that moniker and that logo, but they are. So change comes really slowly. There's some obfuscation, that's for sure. Michael Brindamore, by the way, stepped down, Hockey Canada board chair, but it's been pointed out by lots of people. He was leaving his term in November anyway. So this is rather theatrical that he does it 10, 11 weeks and somehow Hockey Canada is claiming accountability here. I don't see it. Um, Our next guest is a member of parliament for Mount Royal and was part of the committee that Hockey Canada executives had to testify in front of a couple weeks ago. He is Anthony Housefather. Anthony, welcome back to Toronto today. Thanks for making the time first. We appreciate it. And uh, how are you today? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Fantastic, as a matter of fact. I'm telling you, I, uh, I you know, we played clips of of your questioning of uh, Hockey Canada executives brass, and given your legal background, um, I couldn't I couldn't have agreed with you more. They don't either. They've got poor legal representation, or they didn't use the legal representation that might be competent. There are a just a a comedy, a plethora of errors they seem to make from a legal perspective with settling the lawsuit, not being transparent to the players to let them know that there's accusations against them. Um, there's a million things that they, they should have done differently. Oh, absolutely. The fact that they don't minute their board meetings to confirm that the board actually agreed with the settlement amount, the fact that they didn't have the board authorize anyone to sign the settlement agreement, uh, the fact that they didn't tell the players about a lawsuit which the players were named in and then settled it without it getting their permission to settle it. I mean, all of these things were, were bizarre. And, and when they say it's all because we wanted to help the young woman, well, then why did they have a non-disclosure obligation on her not to speak to anyone in the initial settlement agreement so that she couldn't even have spoken to their investigator? Um, and then finally, they, 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 you know, when they're caught at that, they, they modify the settlement agreement. Um, but, 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 but in the end result... You know, there's no logic as to why they settled in three weeks. They didn't, you know, uh, work with the insurer. They settled it with their own slush fund. And, 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 in, and, and in the end result, when you ask them, well, would you do it if another person sued you because you never checked to, you claim you never checked to see whether or not you're actually liable, they don't have an answer for that. I mean, it was a comedy of errors, and the fact that Mr. Brindamore left is, is a good thing, but, but that's not enough. That's not accountability. The people who really need to take responsibility are the people from the staff, like Mr. Smith, who led this process, and he hasn't gone anywhere. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Hockey Canada, Scott Smith's still there. Um, and w- with what I said off the top, do you look and go, Boy, I, I'd really hoped for some, you know, self-reflection, a look in the mirror, and some accountability. Like I said before, the World Juniors, and this has nothing to do with the current coaching staff, the current athletes that'll play, or the women that'll play in Denmark later in in the Women's World Championship. But that logo and that name—that's that's unsettling for people that both those things still exist. I, I agree with you, but I and I also agree with you. It's so important for us not to take that out 
on the current world junior team uh, or the or the women's team. It, it really comes down to the leadership of Hockey Canada, and we have to try to divorce the two. What are what are the next steps in looking into this case? Do you have to wait? Do we all, I suppose, as citizens have to wait for the police investigation in London? The way I look at it is this. There's no doubt. I can't tell you whether a a crime was committed. I have my thoughts, but I can't tell you universally it was. I can't tell you if they could potentially get a conviction of charges. But I know that this woman is is no doubt traumatized. I know that she that's that's patently obvious. Beyond that, Anthony, I look and say, um, my thoughts first and foremost are with her and her family. But I think about those players and I think about something you brought up two weeks ago is the idea that I'd be cast in a negative light if I had nothing to do with it. An innocent bystander. I'm even on the team and maybe I'm not even in London for that stretch. And you settle a lawsuit and, and there's no transparency. There's no communication from you to me. I'm incensed because I'm a young 22 year old NHL player. And to be honest, I have a brand and you've impacted my brand and I could be a completely innocent bystander through this process. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's that's the thing, right? She's been victimized, but 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 certainly no doubt, because not all the players were involved. Some of the players have been victimized um, in, in the sense that we've now uh, Hockey Canada came and, and, and made it clear that something bad happened. They won't say what. Um, they settled the lawsuit on behalf of people, um, and, and we don't know who those people are, so everybody's tarred with the same brush on the team. Um, and, and that's not fair. When you're settling something, you're acknowledging a wrong, even if you say in the settlement agreement that it's without admission of liability, um, and, and it tars everyone. So the whole process that they followed was unfair to the, the, the entire gamut of people. Um, and again, that's where we need to see how we can improve Hockey Canada's organization. We need to look into whether or not other sports federations have similar issues. I believe that you know, we already mm-hmm. have a lot of allegations that they do, and how Sports Canada can improve to help guide these federations when they have claims like this. We need to have experts, in my view, within Sports Canada that all of the federations can rely upon to get expert advice, both at a legal level, um, at an operational level, when they run into claims like this, and to make sure that the corporate culture is, is, is not going in a direction where actions like this are condoned. Federal Liberal MP uh, Anthony Housefathers joining us. He's also the Parliamentary Secretary to the Minister of Public Services and Procurement. I know uh, the Minister of Sport, Pascal St. Ange, made comments on the weekend how would you view this uh, after after the resignation of Brenda Moore? Are we just at an impasse with regard to federal funding here? My read on it is you just haven't seen enough or heard enough to justify flipping the switch back on and saying, here's your federal funding back. Am I am I on the right track there? Uh, well, it sounds like it from what she said. I mean, th- those are divorced from the, the committee work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a decision for the sports minister. But I think she herself has not had the actions that were required by Hockey Canada for her to resume funding. Um, I don't believe she's received the report that was required. Uh, I think she said she only received, uh, you know, the, 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 the recommendations, but not the report itself. Um, the interim report they, you know, Heenan Hutchinson issued. Um, and, and I think, again, I don't think we've seen Hockey Canada accept actual accountability. Um, the fact that they're having Justice Cromwell do this review is good, but it doesn't mean we should sit there stalling until November when we see what he comes up with. We, as a, as a committee, for example, I think need to delve further into this issue and to make recommendations to the minister as to how to improve the process at Sports Canada 
and also um, what is going on in the federations and to make sure that the things like this don't continue to happen. And, and I don't think Hockey Canada you know, has acknowledged that they've done a lot of things that wrong that I think are clear to all, most Canadians were wrong. In my peer group, they're sort of wondering about funding because you know the federal government's pulled funding. Many corporate sponsors have pulled funding. As you know, there's many amateur hockey associations that say, when we sign everybody up for, for fall hockey, we don't want to give you our, you know, our, our, our fair share or what we would have given you previously. So it makes me wonder, Anthony, like, how does the how does the corporation, if you will, of Hockey Canada survive? How do they send all the women to Denmark next month? How are they paying for, you know, the next world juniors that come up? I think those are important, honest questions. They are. Although Hockey Canada, differently from many of the federations, has way more money because hockey, of course, being a bigger sport, mm. that they have a longer lag time now, I think. Um, based on what they already have in the coffers to be able to try to ride this out, which other sports who are much more dependent on government funding and, you know, and the few sponsors that they have um, would, would, would not be in that position. But again, this is an, I think it's an untenable position, and it's impossible for me to understand how Hockey Canada's board and leadership don't understand that, at least symbolically, um, they need to do a lot more to show that they're being transparent and that they understand how wrong Canadians have think they've gone. And, th- and that's what it astounds me. Like, the fact that Mr. Smith is still there, it, it just astounds me at this point. About a week after uh, Minister St. Ange pulled the funding, it just, it just occurred to me again to, to circle back to the logo, almost the color scheme, and, and just the name Hockey Canada. I thought... Those are things that are just going to be constant reminders of this and, and the toxicity of this particular situation. If you were legal advise, legally advising Hockey Canada, would you say, burn this down and call yourself something else? Come up with a new logo, come up with a new name. Won't they have to do that? You know, I, I think that's a branding question that's more up to them. I think from a legal perspective, what you would advise them is that, you know, you know well, again, we don't have access to all the information. Mm. But certainly from a corporate perspective, how they handled this was, was not the right way to go. Um, they have to change their procedures. A legal person would advise them and make recommendations to how they change their administrative procedures, which I imagine Justice Cromwell will. Um, but I think from a communications perspective, they would be told, look, you know, this situation is untenable. And you're, you're, you know, Mr. Brindamore, the chairman of the board, whose term was going to end in November stepping down, does not suffice to show the country that there's going to be a culture change in hockey Canada, which is really what's required. There needs to be a much greater turnover in the lay leadership um, and, the, and the staff leadership at Hockey Canada, and you need to come out with clear commitments, and you need to acknowledge wrongdoing, and that's where I don't think that, that's occurred yet. Um, and I think that's where the committee, um, in the short term, without waiting until November, uh, needs to continue with our hearings and, and, and shed more light on this. Anthony, thanks so much for the time. And I think you asked uh, a lot of important questions that Canadians would have asked themselves. So that, that's the job. And, and you did a great job of it last week or two weeks ago, I should say. Thanks for the uh, time thanks today. So much, Greg, and thanks for following up on the story. Of course, 100%. Anthony Housefathers, Member of Parliament for Mount Royal.